Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. The top three things I wish I knew when I started in the network marketing industry. I think this is relevant. I was just thinking about this, pondering it, right, studying it. What do I wish I would have known when I started the network marketing industry because I think it's relevant. Whether you're brand new or not, you're going to have team members, hopefully, that come in that are brand new. Maybe you need to relaunch your business so it's relevant. Maybe it's just a different perspective. It's communication that will help you out in your business as you go. So I'm going to share some learning lessons. I'm going to share some huge mistakes that I made when I started out in the network marketing industry. And then I'm going to give some solutions. I'm going to give some things that can absolutely help you out to make sure that you stay fixated and focused on the income producing activities so you can go out and build your business and just stay in that zone as much as you possibly can. I have a random question as well as I like to have some fun and get to know all of you better. Who's the most down to earth celebrity? I didn't ask an easy question. Who do you think is the most down-to-earth celebrity? If you're thinking of one, who is it? I'm just curious. I, I just want to know kind of a random thing to ask. So I started in the network marketing industry a decade ago. And as I started, it was one of the slowest months there is. And I didn't know that. I went out and I just made it happen. I was so scared of failure that at the beginning I only called a couple people, but then after that I just said, you know what? Yeah, I'm scared of rejection, but I'm scared of failure even more. So I went and I called, I called, I called, I called, because back in the day, 10 years ago, people weren't really texting. They weren't using voice messages. There was nothing else. It was just pretty much old school, call, 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 call. So I go, and I'm calling, 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 and I'm reaching out to these new people. And I ended up reaching out to 250 plus people. My first month in network marketing doing this business part time. So I'm thinking, this is incredible. So like the idiot I am, I quit my job where I'm making six figures a year. And that was the only thing I'd ever done in my life, which was run a tennis club, teach tennis, play tennis. That was my identity, right? So I'm doing this tennis, 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 and like the idiot I am, I don't know the difference between bonus, checks, and residual income. So I think, well, this is pretty easy. I just had an incredible month. I just made $15,000 my first three weeks in network marketing. I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to be rich because if I just have two or three people do what I did, right, this thing's going to be a rocket ship. And you don't turn down a seat on a rocket ship. Right, So I get on that rocket ship and I do the business full time. In my second month in the business, I made $2,200. Now that's a lot of money, but when you made 15,000 part time and now you make 2,200 or yeah, full time, that doesn't sound as much, right? And when you go from making $100,000 a year and you have this expectation of, I'm gonna make close to $8,000 a month, and I'm providing for my wife and my kids, and I make $2,200, I thought, oh, great. I'm in trouble. I got to suck it up. I got to make it happen. So what went wrong in month two? Now, yeah, the first thing I wish I wouldn't, I, this wasn't even one of my three tips, but I wish I would have known the difference between residual income and bonus checks. I wish I would have followed Jim Rohn's mentality, and I would have used my business to really build those dreams, right? But I would have used my job to pay the bills but I didn't so 
I need to take responsibility. That wasn't one of the three I was going to say, but that's a bonus tip. So number one, the second month, I went into full-on management mode. The second month, I was calling all of my people several times a day and texting them, and I was trying to help them, and I was trying to train them, and I was trying to show them exactly what to do, but I stopped reaching out to new people. I ended up sponsoring two people that month. One was a family member who did me a favor, my mother-in-law, and the second person was a friend that I, I paid for. Have you ever paid for somebody to get in the business? I ended up paying for someone to get it. It was the stupidest thing. It never works out. 99.99% of the time when you pay for someone. So that's another bonus tip. Don't pay for someone. I wish I would have known that. That's still not tip number one. I'm just trying to give you some learning lessons. It was being in management mode. Now, that's still not the big insight. I wish I would have known this. I wish, 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 wish I would have known this. When I started out, I assumed more people were going to do what I did. When I started out, I didn't get people into action. I didn't get them going. I just was there, and I was the supportive upline. Hey, if you need anything, call me. I'm here for you. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to support you. I didn't get them into action. Those first 48 hours are so key and critical in your business. If somebody doesn't do anything in those first 48 hours, they're unlikely. Again, this is once they decide to do this as a business. They're very, very unlikely to ever do anything in your business. If they don't do anything in the first week, the strong odds are in every single company, they're never going to do anything at all. So you need to make sure at the very beginning, you do everything you possibly can. The second they sign up, get them into action. Some of you are more customer-oriented. Some of you are more business-oriented. Whatever your system, whatever your philosophy, whatever your style is, the second they sign up, unless it's midnight, and they sign up and they, they can't do it, there's no possible way, you get them into action. Maybe it's you've got a Facebook group and you're adding them to, right? And you're going to let them know and you're going to add them to this Facebook group and you're going to tell them to go check out some of the products and check out the group. Maybe it's you're setting up an appointment and for them to reach out to you. Maybe it's some sort of video that you have. Maybe it's some sort of Zoom. Whatever it is, right when they start, it's easy to teach somebody to share their story, share something that's vulnerable, right, of what they didn't like where they're at and what they want more of and what they love about where they're currently, what they're going to do, what they're doing, whether it's their product, their service, their company, the business, the income, the people, whatever it is. Teach them to share their story in a very simple way because that's super powerful and they can do that. That's something everybody can do. But if you sit back there like the supportive upline and some of you have heard this analogy and you love it, it's, it's basically what you're doing is, hey, friends, you've never flown an airplane. Come drop, jump in this airplane with me. Let's fly this airplane. And they're co-pilot with you. Hey, here's the training manual. If you need anything at all, just call me, text me. I'm here for you. I'm supportive. Oh, I've got these, these incredible YouTube videos, and they're going to help you and teach you everything. So I'm here for you. You call them two days later. Hey, how's it going? Did you fly the airplane yet? And they're thinking, I'm out. This is scary. I haven't flown the airplane. No. 
you got to hold their hands right when they start. you got to teach it where it's very simple, but get them into action right away. Teach them how to share their story and get them going as they start because they don't know what they're doing. And they're going to watch the training of the training of the training of the training of the training. But really what you need is you need to, in a simple way, help them to overcome their fears. So that's tip number one. I hope that you find value. I hope that analogy gives you right what to do. And again, you say, well, I'm not, I'm not that good. I just started. So what? You can teach them how to share their story. Get them into action because right now it's touch and go. Anything goes wrong. A friend or family member says, I can't believe you're doing that thing. They can be done. So you got to get them going those first 48 hours immediately, right when they start. So number two, and I think that this is, this is really important, that I alluded a little bit to this. What else did I do? All I did is call them and try to support them and help them out. But whatever you do well duplicates sometimes. Whatever you do poorly almost always duplicates. Think about that. Whatever you do well duplicates sometimes. Whatever you do poorly almost always duplicates. So what was I doing poorly? I wasn't recruiting anybody. I'm telling them what to do, but I'm not doing it. And I'm telling them how important this business is for them. And this business is going to go with or without them. And I'm going to do big things. But in the end, they're thinking, you're just relying on me. I don't see any new people. I don't see you talking to new people. I don't see you bringing new people. So you can say whatever you want, but it's like Ralph Waldo Emerson says, what you do speak so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. So it's so important. That's why this business is so hard because we treat it like net lottery ticket marketing so many times where we get in and we do our part and then we just hope somehow, some way we find somebody else that's going to do their part. We hope that we recruit the person that's going to do what we want rather than us becoming that person. You become the person that you want to recruit. That's the easiest way to attract other people. We typically attract what we are, not necessarily what we want. So become that person that you want to become. So you got to stay fixated in the income-producing activities. The most relevant and most important income-producing activity you can do is talk to new people. So if your people are putting you on with brand new people, then you need to make sure that you're reaching out and talking to people because this is your dream, your million dollar dream or your $500 a month dream that's going to be able to take your kids on trips to Disneyland or do humanitarian trips or spend more time doing this or that, whatever it is. So this is your dream and you act like this is your big why and this is your big dream, but your actions aren't matching it because all you're trying to do is get other people to go help you achieve your dream. Yeah, you want to help them to achieve their dreams, but if they aren't doing anything, this is your dream. you got to go make it happen. you got to go find other people. Love them, support them, but that shouldn't take that much of your time. How much time does it take to actually reach out to two new people every single day? If you reach out to two new people every single day, I firmly believe that most of you would create a residual income that was full-time. Now, again, there are different circumstances. I get it, companies, products, and I get it, you know, people have different backgrounds and maybe they need to go through a lot more. But most of you, I would, I would believe. But most of you don't do that. Most of us don't do that. Most of us, our goal is to do the least amount possible and get the most out of it. That is, and I'm just giving some tough love, that is a poor person's mentality. Rich people think long-term, poor people think short-term. That's spiritually, financially, physically, mentally. That's in all aspects of life. You've got to have a 
rich person's mentality. Again, you've got to become the person that you would want to recruit. Am I making sense? Are you guys tracking? I just want to I just want to make sure you guys are tracking, okay? So I'm going to jump into number three here that I think, again, is important. And this was a huge, huge mistake. And I know a lot of us have made mistakes, and we're always making mistakes, and we're always fine-tuning and tweaking. We're always trying to get a little bit better and better and better as we're doing. I love it. Aaron here, he's, he's making 25. If your dream's that big, that's what you do. I made 250 my first month, right? And now with Facebook – and with so many different people that we can make new contacts, you just got to figure out how big your dream is. And I think it's important that all of you go on blitzes, all out blitzes, at least one day a month, all out. And then I would say a couple times a year you do longer where you just go all out and you make it happen. So the next part, this is a huge mistake I made, is as a leader, I didn't know how to be a leader yet. I was calling people and – there's a certain element of, yes, telling people what to do, but remember, we've got to lead through influence, not through title. And I was telling people what to do, and I was making them feel guilty, literally. I was using guilt as a motivator. Guilt is not a great motivator. You need to make sure that when you're motivating, if you're leading through influence, not through title, you're not anyone's boss. No one has to do what you tell them to do. So stop motivating through guilt of telling them, how wrong they're doing in a negative way. Because if you get to, if they get to that point, then guess what's going to happen? What's going to happen is they're going to end up just quitting. And you're going to make them feel so guilty because they're not that superstar and because they're not doing what they said they're going to do. Your goal is to get them to do the most amount possible. Stephen Covey said his definition of leadership is communicating to one the worth and potential so well they see it in themselves. So can you get them to do a little bit more? Can you get them every single time you have a conversation where they feel a little bit better about themselves? Empower self, empower others in this business if you want to go next level. Can you do that? Because if you can, I promise you it's going to make a huge difference. And you have to look at it and you have to realize that tip number three is you've got to make it about them. Make them feel better about themselves. If they're, making, if they're not making money yet, your goal is make them feel better about themselves so they can make a little bit more. Ask them what their goals are. Then you turn it back on them, which is for them. So, hey, you told me that your goal was this and this and this. I'd love to help you. Here are some of my ideas. Give me feedback on those ideas, what you like, what you don't like. These are just my experiences. I'm trying to help you. That's it. That's what your goal is. Your goal is to help them to achieve their goals. But so many times we act like, oh, I just want it for Sally so bad. Really? I'm sure you do. Let's say Sally's a really good friend of yours. If Sally hasn't done anything in three months and you were making a million dollars a year, would you still call Sally every single day? How would you act if you were making a million dollars a year? A lot differently would be my guess. You'd say, Sally, I love you. I want to support you. I'm here to help you out at whatever level you want to do this business. When you're ready, you let me know. You'd probably talk like that. You wouldn't be desperate. You wouldn't be needy. You wouldn't be probably as whiny. And so you can need to get better. Questions are the answers. You need to get better at asking the right questions. And if you do that, then you can make it where it's about them. If you do that, you can make it about their goals because if you want to achieve what you want, if you want to achieve everything that you want, then help other people achieve what they want. So just ask the right questions. Okay, this is your goal. 
What about this and this? This is what you want to do? How much time do you have? Great. Are you okay if I give you some suggestions on some of the best things that I've seen through my failures and my successes to help you to be able to level up and make this business happen? Most of the time they're going to say yes, right? So you can start to get better at communication. You can start to better at, at leading through that influence, right? Rather than through title, it's going to help you out a ton. So I wish, I wish when I started in the network marketing industry, I wish I would have known that. I wish, I wish that I wouldn't have gone as, at the very beginning. I wish I would have understood the value of those first 48 hours when somebody starts. I wish that I would have stayed in income producing activities and I would have stayed out of management mode. And I would have been, realized the value in this business is always talking to new people. Whether it's me talking to new people or my people getting me in front of new people, I've always got to be in front of new people. I wish I would have. I wish I would have understood the value of listening more and questions are the answers. And I wish that I would have led through more influence and not through title and I would have learned through them and, and I, I could have created goals based on what they wanted. I wish I would have done that. And that's something that we can all do better, even if it's not your brand new. Maybe if you're relaunching, maybe you're already a leader and you say, I could do a little better. I'm always trying to learn how can I better communicate to people so I can get them to see their worth and potential, so I can get them to conquer their fears, so I can get them to overcome some of those fears and go make things happen. So I hope that was a value for you and your teams and your groups to just give you that different perspective, a little bit of a butt kicking a little bit hopefully of better communication, maybe different communication, right? And I'm always learning, we're always learning, and I hope that was of huge value and helps you guys out. You guys go make it a great day, great week, great month, great quarter, great year. As always, I appreciate you for tuning in. Until the next time. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.